0: Oh, people at home What's up with that? You ready? The guards, the drugs, from my generation, and it's a the
1: gods of free to fraud the messing with me. Come on, come on, come on! Welcome to the Uso Penitentiary.
2: You. If I could be serious
0: for a minute for the love of God, stay away from the deep of God. Move to the music,
3: play it Get music Move it to the music, yeah p- 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 Acknowledge p- me, me.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the DWI podcast. My name is PC Tunney. I am the artist formerly known as Pizza Funny and your podcast Jedi. I am joined, not this week by DPP, but Mr. Velvet Pipes himself, the man who mashes his M&Ms because his mama said so, it's Christopher Platt.
1: Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. And Tunney, by now, man, come on, you, Dan, and myself, we, we got to be rocking the, the Freebird rules, right? Yeah. So you're technically joined still by the greatest tag still, team. No, I'm not saying like, I'm just saying. You're you're
0: still trying to get in on that. That's that's a tag team. <laughs> that's not a trios. We talked about that. Don't let's let's not do this in front of the company, okay, Chris? Free birds rules,
1: man. Free birds rules.
0: Yeah, the next thing you know we're going for the fucking twelve man never open, you know, twenty four seven. Monday Night Live Championship or something like that. Anyway, anyway, our right, truth. <laughs> the trivia trickster himself joins us as well. Fresh off a nice traffic jam. How's it going, asshole? I mean, uh AJ Balaz.
2: I mean that still works. Uh <laughs> doing alright. Just hating traffic. At least I got my bottle with me. Excellent. Well, you go
0: ahead and drink up and catch up and uh let me tell everybody who is joining us a very special guest. One of the great new shows added to the Cherishaw Radio Network. If you haven't checked it out, go ahead and check it out. The Mindless Wrestling Podcast. You can follow him at MindlessPod on Twitter. I'm guessing other social medias. But we have the host, the man himself, the bearded wonder, I will call him right now, as I am staring into his beautiful eyes. Uh, we got DJ from the Mindless Wrestling Podcast.
3: How the hell are you, sir? Welcome to DWI. Gentlemen, thank you very much. And man, I don't I can't follow that introduction. That was awesome. I'm usually I'm, I'm the host, I usually introduce my guys. And, you know, I'm good. I'm good. It's been a rough week, but I'm happy to be here. And I appreciate the invite.
0: It's Friday, gentlemen, we all got a drink. So cheers to all of you. We got lots to talk about this week. We got lots to talk about. We have a guest, so trivia is going to be awesome. It's always fun when we have a guest. It's just wrestling trivia. It's not a big deal, Uh, but it will be a big deal, so you watch out. No, I'm just kidding. It's not a big deal. It's a big deal. Um, We're going to talk SummerSlam, and we're also going to get into Seinfeld, Episode 7 of Season 3, I believe, The Cafe, as we continue our trek through Seinfeld, gentlemen. You know we had Joey Bag of Donuts on here. Great guy. You know he went through and rated all of his Seinfeld. That guy has so much energy and sleeps so little. We talked about sleep deprivation before the pre-show here. He's now going through the Office like ten episodes at a time each night, trying to rate the Office. So, Joey, Jesus, slow down. Spend some time with your family, my man. Um, no, follow Joey. Great, uh, great Twitter. What voted uh, best Twitter uh, in Pittsburgh multiple times. Before we get into the show, you guys got anything uh, happening to you this week? Happened to you? We're looking forward to anything? I know, Chris, your kid probably peed on you again, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, man. I've avoided uh, piss this week. The couch oh. got it. Uh, my mom got it a little bit. She got in town on Wednesday. But I'm I'm piss-free thus so you're, far, you're, knock on wood.
0: Your chalkboard's up to six, huh? Six days without pissing. Yes, piss. sir. Okay. Yes, right. sir. Couch to the couch is at zero.
1: To the uh, But I'm taking the family to the drive through or the drive in rather this evening.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. So what are you going to see? It's a a double feature. It's black phone and uh, Thor. I wanted to see Thor, but everybody wants to see Thor. So I had to figure out a way that we could see Thor without me having to go twice to go see it. So I figured the drive-in, we can have the kid with us. I don't really... What the fuck is Black Phone? Does anybody know what that's about? Yes. No clue, brother. I saw, brother. That's that's what, a phone I saw Ethan Hawke was in it. Okay, that's Ethan Hawke. That's is, about it. He, had,
0: he, like, kidnaps kids, and he's been doing it for a while. Whoa. So he kidnaps this one kid, and the ghosts of these kids that he's killed come alive in this room to try and help this kid escape. So that's a horror one.
1: Okay, so it's the Sixth Sense meets Panic Room meets R. Kelly's dungeon. Okay, cool, got it. Um, <laughs> oh, oh. Listen, I
0: let's no, I don't. We already, <laughs> and, uh, I think we've had our quota of pissing talk already. So we're gonna move on from R. Kelly, and I think we're gonna get into the show, Chris.
1: Well, I'm also going to see. I, I had a segue, and you made me lose it. But I'm also going to see uh, Chris Rock tomorrow evening. Ooh, so I'm gonna okay. catch a uh, SummerSlam after that.
0: Wow. All right. That'll be nice. I I can't wait to hear about that. Uh, Hey, before we get into everything, too, DJ, you in the past couple weeks went to SmackDown and
3: NXT live each different weeks, correct? I did. I went to uh, SmackDown at the Amway Center two Fridays ago, and then I was at an NXT house show last Friday. How were
0: those things? Tell us about SmackDown first.
3: (laughs) SmackDown was neat. That's a, as long as I've been watching WWE, and I'm an old guy. Um, I've been watching God probably close to 40 years now. I've never been to a live TV taping. I went to a Superstars taping probably about 25 years ago with some friends. That's the closest thing I ever did to TV taping. So, this was my first experience with like a live televised event. Um, it was a neat experience. It was a little awkward during like the commercial breaks and, um, you know, kind of watching because like the first match was Liv Morgan and Natalia. So they announce Liv, Liv comes out, does her stuff in the ring and all of a sudden they go dark over the ring. And if you've ever been to a live show, you know what I'm talking about. So Mm -hmm. at that point I'm with my daughter. And so Liv gets out of the ring and she's hanging out over by the, the announce table with Michael Cole and, um. His name just fell out. Pat McAfee. And my daughter's looking at me and t- t- now she's 17. She's never she's only been to one house show in her life. So she's like, Dad, what are they doing? She's like, How come she's not in the ring? I'm like, Well, I think they're at commercial right now, but the neat thing is was like clockwork, man. When they do when they get ready to come back in from commercial, everybody slides into the ring, everything just opens back up. It's really cool to watch and I was fascinated by the production end of it. So that was really neat. The, uh, the backstage segments again, kind of, I won't say they took you out of the live experience, but it was just kind of awkward getting used to when you're used to going to house shows at the end of it all. I had my daughter on the podcast the next week and she was talking about it. She's like, there just wasn't any wrestling. She's like, I came to see wrestling and I didn't see any wrestling." <laughs> you didn't. Yeah. You went to a TV show. Yeah. yeah. But in contrast to that, the NXT show last week was fucking awesome. Like, and and it was a house show, but it felt like a TV taping. Just the way they presented the whole thing, the matches. Like, I've been to house show matches where you can tell they're phoning it in, and they, every single match on the card was a good match. And the last NXT show that I went to before the pandemic. Um, I think Rhea Ripley was still NXT Women's Champion and she had a match with Chelsea Green. But most of the rest of the cards, save for maybe Cameron Grimes um, and Fabian Eichner, were literally like the greenest of the green um, developmental talent. So this time around, we got just about everybody who's on TV on a regular basis. We got Toxic Attraction. We got the Diamond Mine. We got um, Tony D'Angelo's family. We had an awesome match with Carmelo Hayes and Axiom. I mean, they tore the house down. And I'm watching this from I'm looking at somebody. This, like, this is a house show. These guys are putting on a TV match. So, it was incredible. Like the, the NXT show from a match to match to match wrestling standpoint, my daughter would have enjoyed that much more than she did Smackdown. Yeah, you kind of have to
0: do a little research and talk to some people that have been to recent shows to kind of figure out what to expect with those things the first time around. Some are different than others too, right? Some Raws or SmackDowns you'll go to and you'll have more wrestling than talking. But at the same time, that's generally not the case. But it is a TV show. Nonetheless, it's always great to hear about people's live experiences. I know Chris is – are you going to go to Mania in Philadelphia, Chris? AJ, are you guys going to go, even though you could have went to, like, every other fucking Mania? You're like, oh, we can finally go to one. And we're like, oh, you could have went, went to this one, could have went to this one, could have went to that one.
2: Yeah, we could have went to Dallas. We could have went to Nolans We could have – come on. It's like an hour and a half away from us. Of course we're most likely going to go to the 40. Come on.
1: All right. I don't know, man. I mean, because, you know, because Mania every year is also – it also doubles as my vacation. So I like when, you know, you get the opportunity to go to New Orleans and hang out. This year we get to go out to L.A. and hang out. I've been to Dallas a couple times. Like, you don't want so to get hang out with That's, the fine. that's fine. That's fine. That's perfect. Bar. That's good enough for me. I don't want to hang All out right. in Philly. Who gives yeah. a shit about Philly? All right. You don't want <laughs> to die there we go. The lies. No, that's like on the list of ways you could die. That's literally the, on the last – that's last. That's last. Chris the only has the only not, thing that's above that, that, that is, is we don't even we
2: don't even drink that much. Come on. All right. <laughs> Chris, Chris has no brotherly love
3: for
0: Philadelphia. get caught in a tractor trailer. All and right. Now. now we got oh, nuts, man. and it's commercial <laughs> yeah. break time. It's episode three thirty three three thirty four. Fuck you, talking about your nuts. You got me flubbing my lines <laughs> of the DWI podcast. We shall return. I guarantee it.
2: And because Dan is still moving, that means the sheet's still moving. Sheet! No, Chris, you're good today. <laughs> Chris has never I'm... done it. What are you talking about? Yeah, I don't,
0: <laughs> I don't, don't know. Do Sometimes. Oh, bro. <sighs> okay, wait till we get to trivia. You're
1: in trouble now today. Um, Ooh, this... yeah. You're this... going to conspire against <laughs> me like y'all always
0: do. <laughs> yeah. on the podcast on as CWI, SummerSlam preview we got our good guest uh, good friend uh, guest DJ from uh, the mindless wrestling podcast we got trivia that should be a hoot and season three episode 7 the cafe let's get into the SummerSlam preview guys let's around the horn let's start with AJ and we'll work our back way around to DJ what what are you looking forward to for for this pay-per-view what are you most expecting what are you most wanting to see and thank God it's another Saturday night you know DP was here we could ring the bell for that. But go ahead, AJ.
2: Oh my god, I love the fact that it's a Saturday night because that means if I get bored with it for whatever ungodly reason, I can drink. But not the point, not the point, not the point. I'm actually one, one of these excited days, for this match.
0: One of these days you'll get old enough where you drink on school nights too, trust me. I remember when I
1: had my first beer.
2: <laughs> I love how I'm. I'm going to pull a veil here Usually, Platt's drinking beer from a Red Solo cup, and Tunney's drinking Miller Lite. While, if you really want to know what I'm drinking right now, I'm drinking an entire bottle of Christian Brothers Listen, Brandy. this isn't what you're drinking. So... This, is, this, is, this is SummerSlam.
1: You gotta work some more hours. Now man. You... you're way too old to be down in Christian Brothers, man. And you're you got to at... work some more hours, man, and step <laughs> your uh, your alcohol consumption up, my friend.
0: You alcohol shamed me into going to grab some whiskey to add to my beer too. So I'll be right back. Just <laughs> you talk about you. It. Just talking about SummerSlam.
2: Uh, but no, SummerSlam actually does look halfway decent to me. Cause you know if you're if you know anything about the belie, we're curmudgeons when it comes to the. But there's a lot of matches that have caught my eye that I like even the, even the celebrity matches, which I know that people hate a lot. And I, do we even, I, I'm going to ask a question afterward when I go through this, but Bobby Lashley versus theory, Liv Morgan versus Rhonda, Usos versus the street profits with Jeff Jarrett as a special guest referee, Bianca versus Becky and Roman versus Lesnar in a last man standing match are your championship matches. But we got Logan Paul versus The Miz, Pat McAfee versus Happy Corbin, and the Mysterios versus Judgment Day. Why don't you just answer my question, guy? Which one are you looking
0: forward to? We know what that's on the card.
2: I'm, I'm looking forward to, I mean, in all honesty, I'm kind of looking forward to all of these matches. These, all right, is like you're done. This the first time in Chris, a while answer the question. A SummerSlam that I like it.
1: You, you <laughs> haven't have like this it. out. You, you haven't like figured it. this out yet. The, I like the, the, it. I love it. Your, I want
2: some more of it.
1: Sir, sir, this is the Wendy's. You're supposed to say what you're looking right. forward to the most and then Tony is going to go back around the horn and go back through the card and we'll talk about all right, all right, the matches. You know that, man.
2: You know that. If, if, the, if know this that. is a Wendy's, if you're showing a out Wendy's for company. by the way. If this is a Wendy's by the way, let me get my Jim Cornette voice oh all right.
1: Oh my god. Fuck Jim Cornette. <laughs> uh, Chris, just keep talking. <laughs> That's hilarious, yeah you show it out for company Out here AJ But <laughs> you know what's funny, the match I was most looking forward to was Seth freaking Rollins and Riddle I thought they were going to tear the house down Ooh. and now that's well, not I, a well, thing Apparently, no, is, is it a work or a shoot Because I've heard conflicting reports about
0: uh, that I heard it was a, uh, I heard it was a
1: storyline injury Because yeah, they wanted to delay nah, the storyline well. So then I've also Heard that there might be knows another uh, Surprise opponent for Seth So who knows
0: Let's get the DJ here, uh, because as, as of right now, he's displayed the most wrestling ability, uh, the most wrestling knowledge and ability to purvey that as he talked about his, uh, you know, appearances to go and check out SmackDown NXT. How are you feeling going into SummerSlam?
3: Uh, I'm, I'm intrigued um, with, the, with the shift in management, the shift in ownership. I think the biggest thing that I'm looking forward to is the presentation of the whole thing. Um, uh, Just uh, creatively Is this going to feel different In a post Vince McMahon era Um, Are the matches going to be You know more like an NXT Black and gold work rate type of thing Are we still going to Or is it still going to have the sports entertainment feel. I'm good either way. Match wise, um, I'm looking forward to Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. I love watching those two guys beat the hell out of each other. And I don't think they got what they wanted out of their WrestleMania match. Um, I'm, I'm not mistaken. I know they were Roman's injury. There was some debate as to whether he legit got injured, whether it was work, whether it was a shoot. I think he legitimately probably hurt himself in that match. And they they uh, called an audible and ended it early, so I don't think they got what they wanted out of that. So I'm looking forward to that match to see where they go with it. And on a personal level, I'm excited to see Tommaso Ciampa get get a get a big time get a big time spot here. I've liked him for a long time and excited for excited for his opportunity here.
1: Yeah, big championship. He actually fan has an well. opportunity now that yeah. Vince is out there. You know what I mean? He might and, actually do something instead of being a flunky.
2: That right there. And Trips and creative too. Trips loves Ciampa. We mm-hmm. all know that.
3: So, so I'm very excited now, for that. You know that's now, interesting.
2: Now the one, Go ahead, AJ. The, the one thing is, uh, there's been, from the dirtiest of sheets, filthy. That if uh, if Vince ain't there, Lesnar ain't there. I the only thing that I have a concern about with that, from if that actually is Brock's standpoint, is don't make it a Mania twenty moment. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, we're gonna That's get all to I that. Say. We're gonna get to that. Chris already told you. You, what are you doing right now, AJ? Hold on. <laughs> Hold the show. Put stop. Bring yeah, the cart. Yeah, yeah. Bring the cart back behind the horse, young man. Let's start. At, drink more. Let's start at the bottom of the card as we can run through a couple of these matches pretty quickly. Um, what What do you guys? I mean, what are you guys' thoughts on Logan Paul? Uh, DJ, what's the long term play here? Is, is he around for a little bit, for a long time, here and there? What's the story? What do you
3: want to see? Uh, man, that's tough. To, like. I'll, I'll say right out of the giddy up. Logan Paul is not for me. Um, now, the guy showed up and he showed out at WrestleMania. I have nothing bad to say about his work at WrestleMania. He, he, he gave a damn, which to me is always a concern with these celebrity outings. I always worry that they're in there just to promote their next big thing and they don't take it seriously. Obviously, the guy gave a shit. He's in great shape. He worked his ass off. I'll take it. Um... God, I, I really, as far as long-term, what is their plan with him or her? his plan with them? Um, obviously, he's going to try and build his own brand a bit more. But I, I could see him being around for a couple of years and being a major player. Chris?
1: Cleveland's own Logan Paul, oh by the God. way. I just had to throw that out there. Yes,
0: I'll, sir. I'll, how many games is Deshaun Watson going to play this
1: year?
3: Yeah, I'm gonna need more drinks after that
1: one. Yeah, uh, hey, Tony, Tony, how many times are you gonna blow me this year? Okay, let's we're talking. Same amount of times Deshaun Watson is gonna play too. games in the NFL. ha,
0: <laughs> zero. Oh,
1: so about eight times. Ta- so about eight times. Zero. So, Fuck you. you. So about eight or nine times. All right, all right. <laughs> Just bring your chapstick, sir.
0: This is the uh, off the rails term- kind of stuff we were talking about before the show, DJ.
1: Oh
3: yeah. Oh, Long term, yeah. I think... This you know, is totally my vibe right here. This whole shit right here is my vibe. I'm good. <laughs> You're welcome anytime. <laughs> I appreciate
1: form? that. Long term, man, I, I think he's kind of a part-timer. He's here off and on because he's got other stuff going on. What is intriguing to me is they're trying so hard to turn this guy into a baby face. He's a natural heel. Like, the crowd is not going to cheer him. You know what I mean? He could be raping puppies while he's drowning kittens. The Miz rather could be raping puppies while he's drowning kittens simultaneously, and they're still not going to cheer for Logan Paul over the Miz. Like the guy's just a natural heel, and I feel like he needs to steer into that skin. Because they could actually make a lot of money off of this guy. If I if it was me, I would, yeah, I'll put the, I'd put a belt on him. I hope Chopper gets a hold of him and him. whips his ass. Exactly. You see what I mean? You <laughs> yes. see what I'm saying? Yeah. Throw a belt on that man. You know <laughs> what I mean? My bad. Throw, throw, throw a uh, championship on that man. You know, t- belts would hold your face up, right, Vince? Hey, unless you're I Cole, think, I
3: think we can take. I think we can say belts and titles now. Vince is gone. <laughs>
2: is he, we can say that now. Is he? Well, is uh, he gone? AJ, go ahead. I mean, Logan Paul at this point is an attraction. I mean, you want to bring. There are so many times you see on YouTube or whatever, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, everything else. You see Logan Paul. Everyone knows who the fuck Logan Paul is. So that's WWE's plan of how do we put more people to watch our product? Let's put an influencer to put in. And I'm not. I don't like Logan Paul, but I like the fact that it actually looks like he gives a semblance of a shit about wrestling. And what better way than probably the safest person in wrestling with the Miz? Like, realistically, the last injury he had was Mania twenty-seven when he got concussed by Cena that th- that we know of. And so, there's no
1: there's no reason to be worried about this match. They've probably been working on it since WrestleMania. Oh God,
2: you know I mean? yeah, so it,
1: yeah, it's gonna be yeah. They've got this down, I'm sure.
2: Yeah. No. It, as far as likability, yeah, I. I i could care less about logan paul but the fact that he's actually putting the work in i can have a semblance of respect for
0: my answer is logan paul can do and be as much as logan paul wants to do and be in wwe now not not thinking he wants to but like actually wanting to right and and i kind of look at look at it like kyler murray what a fiasco that fucking situation was. But I think Cliff Kingsbury got exactly what he wanted. and I think I'm think sorry, you... but, but if you oh, have to oh. put in your Hold contract that you have that's, to that's watch... Hold on, I'm bringing it back know, to wrestling. I wasn't done. No, I'm bringing uh, it back man, to y'all know, wrestling.
1: I, y'all know I hate burying black people. I'm not burying. I'm, not not I'm just burying. I, I... talk about y'all. I'm talking about me, man. I don't, I don't I, like burying black people. And Kyler... Go ahead, man. I'm just going to...
0: I think that that was the whole stunt from the cardinals didn't mean to bring that back around but i'm saying if logan paul wants to actually get in there and learn the most intricate intricacies of the wrestling business and actually kind of take it to the next level i think he's got the look he's got the body size he can definitely even add more muscle to that frame and he already has six million fucking followers on twitter guys
1: Why am I starting to trying to start Twitter beats with MJF? I've been playing this all the way wrong. Logan Paul, I'm coming for you.
3: (laughs) That's how you get your clicks and views, buddy, off of Logan Paul.
1: Let's yeah, move cause
2: it. MJ, MJF will just roast you, and it'll just seem like, eh, I'm in middle school. At least Logan Paul will just be like.
1: Oh, come on, man. You don't think what? I can go toe-to-toe with MJF? You got me. You I, all did, I never
2: said that. I me? didn't say that. I just said MJF will just make me. it middle school. All
0: right, let's keep it moving here. We're going to talk about, uh, run run through a few quick ones here. The Mysterios taking on the Judgment Day Boy, that judgement day lost a lot of credibility with me pretty damn quick. Like there's edge with this group and then oh Finn Balor and now edge is gone and now it's like okay. I don't know. What what what's the biggest thing you guys could see coming from this match cuz I'm waiting for Ray to turn on Dominic.
1: I I all I thought this was all a setup to get Edge and Finn Bauer in a match. Maybe that's what happens at the big show in Europe in September. I don't know. It should be a fun match because all four – well, three of these guys can go, and then there's Dominic. So it should be a fun match. But, yeah, this uh, this, this game sure lost its seed legs.
0: You talk about Edge coming back as a face and and taking on Finn Balor for this thing, right? But could that lead to a save here of of him saving the Mysterios here when Rhea Ripley comes out to help? And that – leads to a six-person tag where Rhea Ripley is one of the first ladies in WWE to actually get in and work with the men. Everybody's been saying Charlotte should do it. Do you think it could lead to something like that? Because the writing's on the wall. If that's kind of where he's coming to make a save, if what you're looking at.
1: She could beat Dominic's ass, no, no disrespect well, to Well, she already man. did
0: on TV last Monday, didn't she?
1: She dragged could beat my him, ass if two wanted to.
0: All right, that's I'm a different that's kind of that's, are you. A, I yeah,
3: volunteer a, as tribute.
0: <laughs> Get <out. laughs> I wish DP was here. He'd ring the bell for you. I don't have a bell. I'm sorry. I do, but it's like the bell to start the show, and whatever. We didn't even do that this week, but no big deal. Um, he's got the little desk bell, you know where? where hey, where? Where's, where's the? Where's the receptionist here?
3: Bell hop. ding. Bellhop.
0: Anybody else have anything to add to the Mysterio's taking on Judgment Day?
3: Uh, I hope they do something with Judgment Day, because it's gone the way of Retribution real quick. Like, real quick.
0: Great analogy.
2: Yeah, because... I have nothing wrong with Finn, but Edge could have driven that a lot further as to being an actual stable Finn from everything that we've heard that it's going to be a supernatural group. Yeah,
3: no... I'm probably in the minority that loves the supernatural bullshit with wrestling. Like, I pop for it. Like, I love The Fiend. I love the presentation. I get that they finally took the character in a direction that they couldn't come back from, and I understand how it fell apart, but I pop for that shit. See,
2: I had nothing wrong with The Fiend, and I'm going to bring up TNA because I'm a Balazs. But with, like, Rosemary just randomly coming into a match and coming out out of a match yeah, that's a lie and you know it. But like, I, I have nothing to do supernatural in, stuff, yo. but during a match, it just seems. Coming up, next, coming up next, to... coming up next,
0: the rules to King of the Mountain here on the DWI podcast.
2: That was going to be a question too at one point. Damn it. No
0: one cares. Just like, I don't really care about this match. Let's move on. Pat McAfee. Here's a match I care about. Pat McAfee and Happy Corbin. I, I... man, if, it, it can McAfee get Corbin over because Corbin uh, this happy Corbin shit I don't know what anybody I mean we don't McAfee we don't need to talk about put- McAfee McAfee's going to be here he's going to be doing the same thing trying to put people over doing a great job on commentary be an ambassador for the brand what what's what where is Corbin going to go is he going to ever go anywhere cuz this isn't going anywhere
1: Corbin's going to be here for a while, man. And Corbin is criminally, criminally underrated. They give him a lot of dog shit to work with. And I mean, up until he made the turn to Happy Corbin, I was digging the bum ass Corbin thing. Happy Corbin. It is what it is. But yeah, he, he's a great talent. He can talk. He's a decent wrestler. Like I, I like Corbin. I think he gets a bad rap, man. I think people are missing the point. You're supposed to hate him. You're supposed to boo him. He's like, he's one of the few guys in wrestling now that isn't trying to be a cool heel. You, you know what I mean? Heel. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't hate man. him.
0: I don't want to boo
1: him. I just think he's underachieving. I think he
0: could be better than he is. I just don't understand why it's taking so long. That's my question.
2: Here, here Here's the thing that I'm going to say with Corbin's thing corbin is a means to an end because he does what he's asked to do and he does it to such a great extent where he doesn't need a championship like yes he had the his intercontinental championship run he's looked really good don't get me wrong he's actually good in the You're ring You're like telling me
3: he's
0: happy being the minor league home run champ i mean
3: dj yes. how do you
0: feel about this
3: um, I, uh, I'm a mark for Baron Corbin let me, let me start that right there And I agree with everything that, that you guys both said AJ, Chris, uh, he's criminally underrated Absolutely criminally underrated as an in-ring talent As a worker on the mic um, I, As far as how I feel about him being Just that, that, that go-to mid-card guy I, I, I agree with you, PC I think he, he's better than that but he also understands the assignment every single time he's sent out there. And he's hit a home run. I'm not totally on board with the happy Corbin. I thought that bum-ass Corbin was going to go in a different direction. Like, I really thought that they were going to go to broke-bum-ass Corbin to some type of redemption thing and make him a baby face. And while that was disappointing, I don't want to be that fan who gets all pissed off and gets on Twitter and blows it up because it didn't go the way I thought it was going to. But... I, I maybe somewhere down the road, it'll pay off for him. But again, I, I got to agree with you PC. How long, how long before Corbin gets his flowers?
0: It's a great question.
3: I think right now we can make a plug
0: without taking a commercial break. So head on over to pro forward slash the chair shot, check it out. Find yourself a chair shot t-shirt that suits you. Get it in soft style. Your epidermis will thank you. Makes a great gift as well. You can also buy the shot, the chair, ter- the chair shot t-shirt that says Baron, Corbin sucks right there on pro forward slash the chair shot. It has already been endorsed by Baron Corbin himself on social media years and years ago. So that's pro wrestling Tees.com forward slash the chair shot. Check it out. Use promo code. There is no promo code. Welcome back to DWI Podcast number 334. There's no promo code, by the way. Uh, let's keep heading down the list of matches here. Liv Morgan, Ronda I- I Rousey. Liv live Morgan, Ronda Rousey rematch. The least looking forward to a Ronda Rousey match I have ever looked forward to a Ronda Rousey match in the WWE ever. Thoughts?
1: Let me get my thoughts out the way, and then I'm going to throw to our guests because I've been talking too much anyway.
3: Wow, <laughs> oh, that was it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> i'll try and keep it short and sweet our podcast has at times not been kind to Liv morgan um I, I see such a diamond in the rough there but it feels like she hit a ceiling and just never got any better and i keep hoping she'll get better um <clears throat> the the match that i saw from the amway center smackdown that i went to was not great with her and, and natalia and you should be able to have a good match with natalia I'm a little concerned with how good this match is going to be. And I hate being like that because we have a we have a very close lady friend who thinks that we're way too hard on Liv Morgan. And and I adore my lady friend with all my heart. I do. Madeline's a wonderful girl. But at some point, we have to be honest with ourselves. And I, of everything on the card, this is probably the one I'm least looking forward to.
2: Everyone already knows my Jersey pride when it comes to Liv Morgan. <laughs> but...
1: This Watch match,
2: out! Like like DJ said, I'm not. Th- this is the one that I'm not looking forward to because Ronda's just arm drag, arm bar from everything that we've always seen, and Liv needs to prove herself a little more to carry a match.
0: I don't know. I'm interested to see how this Liv Morgan title run's going to go, and what's going to happen after the title run for Liv Morgan. Therein is going to lie the proof in the pudding and find out if this girl is going to be able to elevate herself to a multi-time championship. And not just an experiment, for lack of a better word. You can you can at me at It'sMeDPP because he fucking decided not to be on the show today if you wanted to hate mail me. So... Um... <laughs> <laughs> he's to get busy getting haircuts. Had to get him know? in there. I don't know <laughs> what the fuck he, he's moving. We get it. He, he trust me. He wants to be here more than anything. If he didn't, he wouldn't even have showed up to say hi. But uh, anyway, we'll keep it moving here. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus Theory. This is an interesting match. I got a trivia question before we get into trivia for you guys. Bobby Lashley wins a tag team championship, and he's a Grand Slam champion in WWE. What other active WWE wrestler also only needs a tag championship to become a Grand Slam champion in WWE? You have
1: 30 seconds. Finn Bauer. No.
0: McIntyre. No. No.
2: He never held U.S. Neither did Finn. Correct.
3: Jinder Mahal!
2: I don't know.
0: Somewhere Greg is loving you right now. Good job. Yes, it's Kevin Owens. Ring-a-ding-a-doodle-ding-a-doo.
3: Damn well, it. He um, got it in at the He got
0: it in at like the 2.999 2. kickout. The trivia trickster himself. Well, he gets a trivia question right and later on surely he'll be asking the questions. What do you, What do you guys think? Let's not talk about a cash in yet. We'll save that for the last topic, okay? Any chance Theory walks out here with this belt cuz I think Lashley goes on a run and and builds himself up to be a contender for Roman or whoever else has the belt with this
3: So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at BeatTheStigma.org.
0: United States title run.
3: That's my opinion. DJ, go ahead. No chance. No chance in hell does he walk out with that with that championship on, uh, on Saturday night. Uh, Bobby Lashley is on fire. He's an absolute beast. I love the guy. And... He saw my short list of people to take at least one of those titles off of the Tribal Chief, somewhere down the road.
2: I, I can respect that decision. I, I, I like that, but yeah, I agree. There's no way Theory's going to win this. It, it What it seems like, it seems like the money in the bank of old where you get absolutely and entirely obliterated making it seem like that the money in the bank is just kind of an afterthought until it happens. So Lashley beats the ever-living hell out of Theory.
1: I don't know, man. I'm perplexed by this whole program because initially I thought that they were sacrificing Lashley to heat Theory up for a match with Cena at SummerSlam, and, well, obviously that didn't happen, right? This is a weird one for me because I don't really think that either guy really needs to be taking losses right now you don't have a lot of over guys in the main event picture right now and lashley's there he's one of the guys he's a guy that can conceivably and legitimately and believably be a challenge towards the tribal chief so he doesn't need to be eating pins to young punks like uh aj balaz over there dj by the way do you see the resemblance between uh our young aj here and theory it's just enough to make it funny right
3: i'm seeing it i yeah I'm i'm definitely seeing
1: it thank you thank you I think Lashley wins, but I don't know, man. I'll, I'll say Lashley, I guess. Well, let me I, ask I a, a quick
3: question thing. here. Do you think this is uh, your no contest match of the night? Disqualification, double count out. No.
2: It
1: might be. That's good. That's a good point. It might be actually. I I, 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 think, I, 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 think, I
2: feel as if that I, Lashley's gonna put on the full Nelson Hurtlock. I think Lashley can go over. I right? I think that.
1: No, theory, Dolph Ziggler's a... going to be involved. Theory's and in they're a... going to spin Theory off with Ziggler. That's what they're going to do.
0: Well, yeah, that's going to cost them the match, but Lashley's going to go over. Because Theory's pretty Teflon right now, right? As long as he has that briefcase. Is he, though? As long as he has the
2: briefcase. What I'm going to say off of Platt's thing is it looks like Dolph Ziggler wants to try to Best big show on his fucking heel face turn bullshit. Because he had a tag match with AJ Styles this week, right? Is that what happened?
1: Hey, man, that's Cleveland's own Dolph Ziggler again, sir. Oh you went know, right, to uh, <clears> uh, St. Edwards, man. It's a Catholic school in Cleveland. Also, <laughs> what, a Mac what's Man. What's the
2: next match? At least also, you're a not Mac De- Man. He went Kent State. I went to Bowling yeah, Green, man. So, shout Detroit. out to my
1: fellow Mac yeah. Man. Yeah. All right. Isaac Azuma. Um, the Usos and the Street
0: Profits for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships
1: with special guest referee Jeff Jarrett. The greatest worker in the history okay, of the industry. Okay, fine. Nothing to do with his injury. Slowly roll. The Sit up. The
0: money out.
3: grab, Just the bag what? grabber of the century. <sighs> Great, and that's
0: why Chris respects him so much, okay? So that's why he's going to fucking blow smoke right up Jeff Jarrett's Double R, double T, S. Okay. He's
3: got the guitar. <laughs> He's so got the up, gimmick up guitar. Just,
0: Listen. Here's my question. A...
3: How does Jeff Jarrett fit <laughs> into the,
0: How does Jeff Jarrett fit into this rivalry though? Why is he here? Why is he the special guest for me? I
1: was expecting
3: someone was, that it's is actually extra...
4: Nashville.
1: Yeah, it's in Nashville. Oh man. my God. Okay. You didn't. You, you didn't figure out it.
3: that tie-in, Bubba? Uh.
1: That's Jarrett country I right there, sir. I
2: was about to say that's Three Jared.
1: generations of Jarrett, man. Let me tell you guys something.
2: Let me
0: tell you something.
2: Just because Jarrett
0: I want to tell you something. Just because Jarrett and Nashville have a relationship, doesn't mean they always need to high five. It's kinda like Johnny Storm and the Scarecrow from Wizard of Oz used to be friends, but they definitely shouldn't high five either, right? So let's just kinda check that out for a second, alright?
1: Don't be a hater, Tony. You that's just you just hating. Don't be a hater, man. No, Jeff actually, is actually, actually, I worked, I man, actually,
0: is not? actually, for three hours at work while I was working, I was thinking of a line to talk about during this match and wonder why Jeff Jarrett was in this match, and I actually came up with the Johnny Storm Scarecrow thing long ago. So, yes, I'm ruining my own joke.
1: He double dipping too, man. Because you know, yeah, obviously, is. we know what he's doing Sunday. So yeah, he's the star of the weekend. Make sure you and he's you're not the bandwagon, nerd. My baby tonight, tonight, on SmackDown. They're probably going to let him get a little solo. Oh boy, I don't
3: know. The, the road dog don't work there anymore, Bubba. Dude, <laughs> so, dude, dude. He
2: still so might. You never know.
3: <laughs> He'll come in for a paycheck. He's he's been whoring himself out for a job anyway.
1: He has been trying to low key kiss up to Pretty Tony Khan. He the, certainly
3: day has. Day.
0: Yeah. There are some actually pretty good matches on that Ric Flair card, to be honest with you. The the, the main event yeah. not being probably one of them. Actually, I bet you they'll do a good job because the other three guys are fantastic. But uh, that I, I'm that actually buy it, the show. It it, it it's, so. <laughs> Thinking about it, I haven't bought one in a while. You know, the network
1: being Same. there. So so D D J. That's um uh, just a little insider baseball or one of our gimmicks, but it's not a gimmick. It's actually the truth. I, I I obviously I have the network, but other than that, I, I don't pay for wrestling shows, I don't pay for boxing cards, for UFC cards. I pull them all up through nefarious means. It's my own Super personal card. So I, I yeah, I don't pay for any of that stuff, man. But I might hey. actually buy this one. I'm excited. And it's a good oh, wow. card on paper. Yeah. Now, yeah.
2: Now, now now what I'm gonna say is uh don't support nefarious means, but support our shirt Nefarious Means on PurusNkeys.com forward slash chair shop. I like that.
3: I respect hey, Josh, the hustle man.
2: Yeah, <laughs> maybe we need a mindless
3: uh, wrestling podcast T-shirt, huh? Uh, we, we need some catchphrases on that. Actually, we have a couple of catchphrases now, so yeah, absolutely. You should start pitching
0: ideas. That would be a Greg thing.
1: Uh, hey, that, that might drop in, by the way, AJ. You're getting good at this.
0: That broadcast school's really paying <laughs> off. All right, uh, my, my words, Bob Euchre, and I live in Milwaukee. Street profits, love my death no way in hell right this is this bloodline run
2: continues gentlemen if we had a dan i would say ring the bell
3: yeah i agree
1: yeah it should be a good match and i mean i think the street prophets are heading for a breakup anyway because uh montez has been uh drinking that vitamin water if you're picking up what i'm putting down so they're they're propping him up for his uh solo run
3: he's on the ico pro sir <laughs> that vitamin <Wow>. water <laughs> It's too you
2: hey. p- got all right we got to
0: have DJ back as soon as possible because we need him on when Dan's on so he can get the full you know appreciation of the bell ring. Uh anyway, let let we'll keep it we'll keep it rolling like an escalator as Christopher Platt likes to say and bring it to the match I think
1: could moving, steal it. The... sir. If you going to steal my shit say it right. Keep it moving like, it like an rolls, escalator. I think it rolls it rolls up the Rolls up and down and just rolls. Down. Is it your shit or my shit? Ooh, it's it's was... my shit. So if you're going to say it, say it right.
0: Sometimes you adapt. Anyway, what's the adopt. next match? Sometimes you adopt other people's shit and make it better. Hold on. We're arguing right now, AJ. Just give us a second.
1: That Yeah, uh... and if you had done that, that's great, but that's not what you did. You bastardized it and then you made <laughs> if, it worse. If Ray was DJ, here, he,
0: DJ if Ray and... was here, he'd be clutching a pillow right now going,
2: Mommy, <laughs> di- Mommy, and Daddy <laughs> are you arguing again. Oh my God. This is either this is either curling up in the fetal position or drinking because mom and dad are yelling at each other now depending on who you want to say is the mom or the dad is up
3: to you but i'm not saying on iron it's 2022 so it could go
1: either way anybody could no, be
3: mom and anybody could be dad
1: you hear y'all hear that. this voice y'all hear this baritone how can check i possibly out. pull off mom come on now. check, check
0: <laughs> okay kids dinner's ready <laughs> Hold on, check out <laughs> check out this professionalism. And the match I was talking about is Bianca Belair versus Liv Morgan for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Too
2: bad that it's against fucking Becky. Oh yeah, that's right, Becky Lynch. Ah, we were uh, soft talking about I, Liv Morgan
0: before. Fuck it I, 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 I was
3: trying to figure out what the hell he was doing. He's like, I'm like, wait a minute, we just talked about Liv Morgan. Did that's she it. Him twice. Do we go- I, I know I missed Raw this week, but did I seriously miss something?
0: Brock I mean, Lesnar bro. versus Brian Pillman Jesus, in a be Beast be versus what? Lazarus hey, match. Like
3: that, SummerSlam.
1: <laughs> now, honey, burn that pop Jeez. roast again. And I'll tell you what's Jesus. good for you. <laughs> Listen,
0: Bianca and Becky have torn the house down before, though, have they not, gentlemen? I mean, I, these two, just to me, seem like they get in the ring and they, they literally easily convey hatred towards one another.
2: I mean, yeah, I mean, if we remember what happened, I think it was SummerSlam last year, it could be completely wrong, or two years ago, Becky stole Bianca's limelight. And yeah, we had the WrestleMania match, but come on, it's personal. This is SummerSlam again. Fucking tear the house down. Go ahead, DJ.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'll say this right, right from the get-go, Bianca Belair has yet to have a bad match. I mean, just, she's, she's absolutely a 100% star. And the last time her and Becky locked up, it was awesome. I'm looking forward to the rematch. And you know, I'm hoping Bella, Bianca Belair just puts her right in the mat.
1: Yeah, this was the match of the weekend, Mania weekend, as far as I was concerned. And I have no doubts that they're going to... I don't know if they can exceed that performance, but it's still going to be a damn good match. They have great chemistry together. They're both stars. And yeah, this is going to be a great match.
0: Do you want to say I was right
1: now, Chris? Finally, after all this time? No, man. No. Just because we had a happy ending, that doesn't mean I have to like the story that led to the happy ending. I thought there were times in that feud or in that program where they made Bianca Belair look like a chump. It is what it is. Why can't two things? You know, two things can be right simultaneously, sir. You dig? I don't have to like like um, uh, uh, Batman and Robin told a coherent story. That doesn't mean I got to like the story.
3: You just oh, compared oh, oh, Becky Lynch holy,
1: and oh, what, Beyond
2: oh,
3: the oh, Belair no, to fucking it. Batman. You, you stepped all over I, I it. I hope like how yeah. Becky Lynch comes out with mm. like nipples on her gear this weekend. Guys, that, that will absolutely complete the circle.
1: Don't act like Becky Lynch couldn't pull it off a of convincing poison ivy, though. That could work. 100%. 100 yeah. 100%, yeah. <could work>. yeah. <laughs>
0: it's a day late, but it's definitely not a dollar short. But holy analogy, Platman.
2: na na Ring the bell. Yeah!
1: Like, actor... <laughs> You're lucky I love you, because that was like the corniest shit I've ever heard, but it worked. But if I would have said it, it right
0: after you made your analogy, it would have been way better.
1: Yeah, that's
2: true. What are you talking about? It's funny.
3: Chris, Chris, let me drop some fatherly advice on you. You better remember that one because that's what we call a dad joke. Oh, Kapow! (laughs) That's right. That's right. Oh, DJ, I gotta give you one.
0: Why couldn't the lifeguard save the hippie? I have no clue. He was too far out, man. Let's keep it (laughs) rolling. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. The big one we all want to talk about. The main event of the evening, Roman Reigns, the tribal chief himself, as Greg Markle would like to tell you, well on his way to conquering Hulk Hogan's modern era record to become the new champion of champions. I don't think that happens. TBD wouldn't be upset about it. We all think the bloodline carries on here. That's just the storyline that's going to keep going. So If the Usos aren't losing, Roman's definitely not losing. I see Theory trying to cash in and Seth Rollins stopping him because only Seth Rollins is allowed to cash in on a Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns title match. And I see this being Brock Lesnar's last match in WWE.
1: Ever? Ever? Forever, ever? Forever, ever? My quote has been finished. So you're not committing to it. Okay, cool. Go ahead, DJ, get in here. All
3: right, that's an interesting sentiment. Um and, and and I'm not going to completely agree with you, but I will slightly agree if this is the last match, the last time, the last man standing, where do you go from the top if you're Brock Lesnar? Like, and that's that's where I'll agree with you, and that's where I'll draw the line is where do you go from the top? Who's out there for him to work with that, that you know
0: what I'm saying like I absolutely I don't absolutely. I don't want to see Brock and Rock I don't want to see Brock and Cena I'm done with Brock and Roman after this for the most part right because Brock's right. going to lose again who, right. who Who? do you want to see any viable person currently has already wrestled him anybody else is not last, viable
1: last who, week. Who, last week. Last week. I would last love last to see him week. in Lashley because again Lashley. all right cool Lashley got I, i'm injured down in with that, that match. i think co- they called
3: an audible in that don't match and i don't think they got everything they wanted out of that one either but he has no motivation
0: he, like okay we want to see it i agree with you chris i want to see them put Ching, on Ching. i want to see him put on a 35 minute match right and just beat the shit out of each other and have great chemistry but where's where's lesnar's motivation aj you you seem Ching, like you're Ching. leaving us or you don't Jane, Jane. or you don't enjoy the That's conversation. Yeah, but Lesnar's making a lot of money outside of the E right now as he's gotten older. AJ, jump what, in. What, you seem beak? like AJ has problems. Look at him. He he needs to jump in here or his head's gonna fucking oh, explode. No, no,
2: no, no, no. I have problems after that fucking hippie dad joke. Um AJ, how do you how do you His glasses
0: <laughs> fogged up after that one? AJ they did... AJ, how do you throw a space party?
2: You plan it. You fucking ain't right, baby. Woo! Anyway. God fucking damn it. Um,
0: DWI podcast episode 334.
2: Go ahead, AJ. Where are we at here? Right. Roman versus Brock. Brock, I don't think, needs to do much else. Maybe if the door comes knocking, he can do another match against, you know, Lashley or someone else that is coming up. Maybe Ciampa. Maybe... Uh, Uh, maybe Braun Breaker when he comes to the main roster. Who knows? Um, As far as the Lesnar thing, I alluded to it earlier. I really hope that it's not going to become a WrestleMania 20 moment because we all know that that first match against Goldberg and Lesnar was the worst match in the history of ever. Okay, no, I actually have to correct myself because that fiend versus seth rollins hell in a cell
1: match was worse no but, no no hogan warrior no, halloween havoc 98 man
3: that one i will die on the hill that the fiend and seth rollins hell in the cell up until the finish was a fantastic match
0: yeah I could, you, it, can, I, you can you it was
3: it was good i will i will agree with you on the finish all day long but up until that point awesome match
2: I'm I'm also a curmudgeon when it comes to Seth Rollins, and I I've made it public on air a lot of times. Seth is my boy, <laughs> but right. yeah, even more reason for DJ to
0: come back to the Dude Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's DJ and Brock Lesnar the Beast versus AJ and Brian oh, no, Pillman no, no, the no, Lazarus no. of Wrestling this Sunday after our
1: Wrestling but before Ric Flair special. Um... For, no, but for, just for, real for quick, match. man, you, you you might not see anything immediately on the horizon for Brock Lesnar, but as long as they're still printing money and WWE is still willing to sign some checks over to him, man, you, you never say never with him. He's still in phenomenal shape, and he's going to go away for a little bit. That will probably be the best thing for him. He goes away for about six to eight, you know, four to six months. Maybe he resurfaces somewhere close to mania time out of nowhere. And because everything yeah. is for just what? a bigger deal when Brock's around, you, you know. Brock, Brock, who who, who brings Brock
0: Lesnar into Mania without having a title match? Because he's not going to have a title match
1: at WrestleMania. Who cares? If if the check clears, he doesn't care.
3: Well, let me ask you guys this. Let's let's put on our, our internet wrestling community caps for no, a minute. I don't. No, I much don't as, as I
1: hate the IWC, ah. you can ask as me the I question. You, the you can
3: ask me the it. question. I ain't wearing that we fucking hat. Up. Let's put on the hats for a minute. They Let's weren't. pretend that he's actually concerned about Vince no longer being there because we know he dealt d- directly with Vince. Do you see Brock coming back without Vince?
1: I think yes, Brock – as long as the check clears. I think yeah. the as fake – okay, okay. I think yeah. the
0: fake Brock – I think the fake Brock walkout is a part of the whole show to say that Vince is no longer involved. While he's not there, he's still involved. Um, You can think how you want. Until he dies, folks. Until they actually have footage of him inside of something, going inside of the earth, Vince McMahon will be running his puppet show, his play
2: cryogenically freeze me god damn it yeah you you put me right next to ted williams and walt disney
3: god damn it i hope that vince mcmahon has an open casket live on raw Uh, and honest to god i think that's in his that's in his will dj i
1: mcmahon thing ever by the way
3: i thought (laughs) dj i
0: thought his retirement was going to be him the last time he came out to say you know welcome to whatever And then I thought at the end of the show, they were going to cut to him walking out of the building and get into the limo and then cut to the shot of when the limo blew up.
3: (laughs) Damn it, pal. Ric Flair might be determined to die in the ring, but I'll do it.
2: Give me that Paul London guy. I want to fire him again for laughing. (laughs) All right, gentlemen, do we have,
0: does anybody have a belt changing or a cash in happening at this show? After I have an attempt I have a failed attempt. yeah, so you think okay, yeah. so I have it I have it being stopped by Seth Rollins before it happens. Go ahead, DJ, and we'll go around the horn after that.
1: I, I think
3: Theory ends up in an F five.
0: So you think you think Lesnar
3: wins? Uh y- no. Um I, I think that if there's gonna if there's actually gonna be a no contest or something at the end of this match. This one, I know. I realize it's a last man standing match, but i I just, I don't see this one going to conclusion. I don't see Lesnar dropping another one. Like, if they're invested, like Chris said, if they're invested in him at all at coming back, I don't see Lesnar dropping one. This may end up being one of those bullshit finishes where we're all like, okay, why did they end it like that? It's a last man standing match. <clears throat> all
2: right, uh, I might, I might have a stupid AJ take. But I just want to see it because it would be funny and Lesnar just won't give a fuck anymore in my opinion is the last man standing match theory cashes in, plays possum and plays chicken shit and then Lesnar just F5s him on top of, no, no, I'm kidding No, Reigns wins this, there's not gonna be a cash in, but it would be fucking hilarious if there's a cash in, he weasels his way into a WWE title because Lesnar just F5s theory on top of Reigns and then Lesnar just goes, fuck it, I don't care anymore.
1: Yeah, I see a bullshit. Fi- I could see a bullshit finish here, but even if Reigns, I'll put it to you like this Reigns is walking out the universal heavyweight, whatever they're calling it, champion. And even if Reigns wins, you know, outright, well, it's not going to be clean, but if he wins, like if Brock takes another L, I really don't think it it bothers him that much, right? I don't think that it's going to affect his aura that much, especially if he's gone for four to six months. By the time he gets back, people will just be happy to see him again and won't even remember remember that this match was a thing. And uh, and uh, Rhonda's going to get her title back. That's the only title change I see. I, I really think that SummerSlam is an afterthought this year, gentlemen. I think their SummerSlam, i.e. their next big card, is that uh, that sure. card overseas. Over well, season. it's in July. Yeah, that's, that's the next big thing. I, first yeah. ever SummerSlam
0: in July, right, if I'm not mistaken? thirty-five. This is the 35th fucking SummerSlam. First ever one in July. Um, Well, here's your bullshit finish is Austin Theory tries to cash in, and Seth Rollins kicks his ass, and it's a big melee. There's your bullshit finish right there. And he keeps the briefcase. Dolph
1: Ziggler would kick his ass, not Seth, man.
0: All right. Well, there's your SummerSlam preview right here on 334 DWI Podcast. We're going to take a commercial break. It's going to be a regular commercial break, but I think you can endure it. We'll be right back.
2: Ah, that's right. That beer crack means everyone get your pen and papers ready. It's Trivia Time Phenomenal Funky Facts. That also means Platt needs to unblur his screen.
1: I had to keep it blurry, man, because my mama didn't want y'all to see it when she was walking out, so I had to keep it like that for a little bit. That's fair. (laughs) It's all good, man.
2: I was going to say, is, is that why you walked off, Teller? It's like, hey,
1: don't come into the room. Is, I, no. It, do you really want to know? Like, it's horrible podcasting, but I could tell you if you're that desperate to know. If no, you
2: let's, really do to say, you can say, let's do well, trivia. Let's do
1: trivia. So, hey, let's end okay. trivia.
0: Okay. Trivia.
1: Well, tell right. me if you insist, we'll see what had happened with Nomkid. <laughs> <laughs> I would right, have been fine if you would better that, would
2: have been apropos. As we all know, there's going to be three questions. Who knows if there's going to be multiple answers? (gasps) Only I know. But, pen and paper is ready. Whenever the time and whenever the music goes off, is when we have our answers shown to the screen. So, that being said, uh, DJ, I'll let you go first since you are the guest. Door number one, door number two, or door number three? Door number two. Alright. God damn it, Platt. Just Just at like, least no, one time. Pavlov. You, Pavlov's dog.
0: You're showing off with a du- guest du- right now. So oh, this is the sound bite, so what do you want me to all do
1: about right.
2: it? Alright. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. So, door number two in homage of DPP. Drop it in there. Were n- there were nine main card. Matches at the 1992 SummerSlam. Oh, we God. all know Bulldog and Hart closed at number nine. Oh yeah, we all but knew where that. Was the, but where was the WWF title on the card? What number closest? I will give the point to. And before anyone wants to correct me, I'm just—I'm dis- not counting the dark matches because then it would have been eleven matches. What a stupid question! It's a stupid question. But just be happy that we're out of SummerSlam
1: questions after this. Yeah, because there's no more SummerSlam. It's tomorrow. or today. It's today, man. Let's see.
2: Bullshit. So, numerically, where on the card was the WWF title between Macho Man and the Ultimate Warrior? Platt says the third match. Tony says the fifth. DJ says the fifth. It was actually the sixth, so I'm going to give the points to both Tony and DJ. Let's go! There Screw, were you. Two th- Screw you, Platt! Woo! There were two throwaway matches ab- after that, and then it was the big one. But, uh, yeah, so DJ and Tony are on the board. Platt, if it makes you feel any better, I'll let you pick one or three.
1: I don't give a shit. Door number five, Bob. <laughs> I don't give a door shit, but five. I'll take
2: door number five. <laughs> All <laughs> righty then. Do, 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 do we need someone to take an IQ test for you? Oh, we'll
0: get to that. Great foreshadowing.
2: All right. Who is the only wrestler in SummerSlam history? In SummerSlam history! To have zero wins zero losses and one draw there's only one person that has this illustrious record wow
1: <laughs> and, I, and i thought the last question was stupid
3: <laughs> <laughs> if it makes you feel better i have no freaking clue oh, man. no because he won that one um
2: Legendary, it's a legendary wrestler that did this. You're thing. right. It oh, is then right. I got it
3: right. I absolutely, oh, got yeah, it right. me
2: too. <laughs> we <laughs> all have legendary wrestlers. man. All right, no one gets that answer correct.
1: <laughs> not even me,
2: not even you. It's
1: did actually, I shit the bet on that
3: one?
2: <laughs> it's actually you're tied the for the lead. Dynamite
3: kid. Oh, great.
1: Man, nobody like,
3: remembers the Dynamite
2: oh. kid. Who was he at SummerSlam?
1: The tag team was the Rougeos with the Bulldogs. The
2: first in the first
1: one. Yeah, I it mean, was a time limit draw, was time wasn't limit it? Draw. Yeah, was well, it was 20 minutes. It went 20 hey, if it was minutes, didn't it? Hey, if it was the Bulldogs versus the Rougeos, Dynamite did the job for real, for real on that one. So, Wait, that yeah. Sh- Show of
3: hands if you watch that one in real time.
1: I don't even remember the first one. Was it the Mega Powers and the Mega Bucks? Not in real right, time. I'm the old guy. I'm the old no, guy here, so I know. You're I'm not still in real time. But listen, you're not. You're what are you? Forty-four,
0: DJ. Keep going. Forty-five. Keep 45, going. Forty-six. Forty-seven. Keep going. Forty-nine. Forty-eight. Forty-eight. I'll be forty-nine in two months. All right. Well, Plant and, and I are forty-one. But AJ's. Okay. But AJ's. AJ Don't is, you dare, say, is, it. Don't you dare is, say it. AJ's under age twenty. AJ's under twenty-five. It's a baby. I want my baby you, back, baby. <laughs> what are, you, are you 26, though? I'm 26, you jackass. I'm sorry. I, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> I'm definitely not winning trivia today. Let's get the question. Let's get the. <laughs> the, what's the last it's question. AJ, One, is... three.
1: This conversation is for guys who balls hit the chair before they do, so you see your way out of this one, okay?
0: That's why we make a noise when we sit down. Get off my lawn, kid. Uh, you, keep, you
2: keep me young, man. All right, all right, last question. This is total BS, also, by the way. This also means for this last question, Platt
1: can still win
2: it if he gets both of them all right, right because there's right. two
1: answers right. to this. Even if I get it right, you're going to find a way to scoop you out of There's it. There's two answers. Oh, two points here. What the shit is that? Two po- uh, it's total BS we say here in honor of Bulldog. Yo, D- from DJ's Frazier. already getting
2: the hang of it here.
1: Just like when I won the last time. And shout out to Joni <laughs> man, He was an excellent guest. But y'all let that Cliff Clavin-ass answer that he gave in the final round win. And I had the correct answer. What opinion. are
0: three I'll people do. who have never been in my mother's kitchen? <laughs>
3: There's two answers. I'm going to have to answer them both. You guys are going to lose. I'm sorry. It's Conquistador 1 and Conquistador 2. All right. I'll take my flowers. You guys call it a night. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, Eldred- no, Hey,
0: Algernon, slow down. Let's get to the question.
2: <laughs>
3: All right, the last
2: question. The last question. What two wrestlers have are tied for the most SummerSlam appearances. Oh fuck all! <laughs> I love DJ. <laughs> DJ, yeah. Uh, no,
4: nah,
3: nah, DJ needs to be a permanent fixture. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh.
0: I don't know. I I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't I don't I have no idea that on the answer to be honest with you and, and the numbers, but I I think oh. I might have this one. I just kind of use common sense. Yeah. Oh, I did
1: too. Dude. Me too. Not say this right. What
2: is Black got? Hogan and Taker. Uh-huh. DJ says Kane and Cena. All right. Tony says Taker and Orton. i to write it backwards. Oh. Okay, so I must, I must have won. I must have won. DJ has a point, but
0: Tony gets two. <clears throat> boom! That's how you do it! PC Tony, DWI Podcast, 334. No one gets a fucking word in edgewise because I'm the goddamn champ. We'll see you next time, next week on Trivia.
3: We got one more segment to go. Goddamn, I did the Boom! of the host. Boom!
1: Babo. Babo.
3: Babo. You know, I've gotta tell you. I never do this, but the shrimp, it's just it's a little stringy.
2: You have any chicken?
3: The shrimp is stringy? Well, maybe you're a You make me change restaurant, but nobody come. You say, make Pakistani. Babu Bhattav, only Pakistani restaurant. But where are people? You see people? Show me people.
2: There are no
3: people. You know, I think I'll just take the check. You bad man. <laughs> you very, very bad man.
0: All right, gentlemen, we continue our journey of Seinfeld and his chronicles. Season 3, Episode 7, The Cafe. I... I like this episode more than I would rate it on a scale of Joey Donuts rating Seinfeld scale. Um, I just enjoy it. I enjoy Jerry's interaction for once in the series. I think, like, his best acting is finally, like... And it's not great. It's still not great by a long shot. But he finally has some good interaction. Like... Genuine, you can feel like he feels for this guy when he's watching about his window and everything. It's a really interesting dynamic from back then. Elaine doesn't seem to have much of a story going on in this one, except for the fact that she's about to take an IQ test for George, which we'll get into. But my favorite thing in this episode is the fact that, guys, I just want to ask you a personal question. If some guy left a coat at my mom's house two years ago and I've been wearing it ever since and he wants it back now, do I have to give it back to him? I mean, I get a lot of ladies in this coat. I look good in this coat. I mean, my mom dated this guy because of this coat. No,
1: it's an attractive coat. 30 days, it's fair game. Fuck that
2: dude. It, it's an attractive coat. Come on.
3: No, I'm not giving it back. How do you like let, how. Let me put it into this perspective. You ever dated a girl and you get to that point where she starts wearing your t shirts? And then you break up, and you head home, and you do your thing. And six months later, you're like, "Shit, where's that T-shirt? That's that T-shirt you... is gone, brother." No,
0: no, that's that's you... not your
3: T-shirt anymore. That's the go
0: back. You go back to get the T-shirt, and you get a little something. And then there's a little retribution
3: afterwards. But it's fine. You got the T-shirt. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: nah,
3: I I, I I never go back and eat where I shit, man.
2: Sorry, yeah,
1: Charles yep. dead to the
3: game. Man. Don't I... don't poop where
2: you eat. There's one, there's a reason why there are no restaurants called the bathroom.
3: What he said?
1: Because I, I tried it. Because I, I, it was a chick. We weren't even dating that serious. It was just a physical thing. It ran its course. I tried to go back because I left my DVD player over there and three DVDs. One of which, which wasn't mine, and I tried to go back there and get it. And yeah, it, it didn't go very well. And let's yeah. let, let's just say I didn't leave out with my DVD player nor my DVDs.
3: That was like I That's, was dating a girl, God, ages ago. I was a kid. I was younger than our than our than our young man over here. And when Guns N' Roses and Metallica toured back in, I think, 92 or 93, yep. I don't remember what year it was, it's I 90. went to that concert in Orlando, and I got the t-shirt. Well, some lovely young lady is now the proud owner of that t-shirt, um, and I never went back to get it.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure with the one that everyone knows, uh, I am I think there's still like a hoodie or a t-shirt I, I've still gone over there, and I've long forgotten about that's it. That's not I your shirt anymore, it. Bubba. I really don't give half
3: yeah,
0: I've fuck. gone back and gotten plenty of things all right and and gotten plenty of things too but not gotten, <laughs> I'm sure but not have. but yeah, not yeah, gotten, yeah. gotten plenty of things though right so Did you get a nasty itch out of the deal Well that's the thing I I hey, no, no, hey, no, 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 no 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 I Okay so in order I said it 3 times I said it 3 times I said it 3 times The first one the first I've gotten plenty of things is my stuff the second I've gotten plenty of things is it is sex the third thing is I've not gotten plenty of things is is bad things, okay? So it's all good. It's all good. I just said that.
2: I'm I'm it's proud of you. I just
1: said that. I'm proud of you.
2: It's
1: okay. It's okay. And also a new sponsor
2: of Veltrex. Yeah,
1: go get your monkey, uh pox vaccine, ladies and gentlemen.
0: <laughs> Listen, if that's what it's going to take for Cheer Shot Radio Network to fuck it step up a couple levels, I'm in there like swimwear guys. I'll take the bullet for all of us, all right? No big deal. I'd still be good, like six out of eight weeks. Every, you know, eight weeks. Um, <laughs> DJ, I love DJ right now. DJ just fits in. <laughs> He's having a blast. I could see it in his
3: face. This has been this has been awesome. Like I, I love this.
0: Uh, let's get back and finish up the Seinfeld talk here. The, the episode is interesting because Jerry comes in and makes a great suggestion, and he tells the he tells this Babu Bot, and he says. You're Afghanistan, and, and you should you should have an I'm Afghani, Pakistani, Pakistani. I Pakistani sorry.
1: Come I am <laughs> I'm white. I'm white. I'm at a, least get I that am. A, shit I'm a. Right, I'm That's a. How we able to do a, the a, things that we say, man? We PC. That shit. I am a. Hold on. No, I got it. They, don't worry. They, no, they no, I got it. No, no. White.
0: I no, no. I got it. Don't worry. I'm a 41 year old <laughs> blue eyed, blonde haired male. It's all good. Yeah. I don't know any better. That's why you call no. him Rob sometimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, Ray maybe, but not Rob. Um, <laughs> I'll walk into it. I don't mind. Um, I'm like Pam with the fucking Kohl's. Uh But Jerry makes the suggestion, why don't you have a restaurant that's your own and, and not be like everybody else? You, you come from somewhere that's exotic and different and interesting and intriguing to everyone else. Why not be your own? And that's where we get the clip, right? Where it's like, screw you, no one comes here anymore. But no one was coming before.
1: Uh, yeah, That's my thing, man. I don't understand why he was so mad at Jerry. Because it's not like it was a hotbed activity before the suggestion. It was a good suggestion. But how funny was it when Jerry walks back into the restaurant? He was so oblivious and had his head so far up his own ass. And he couldn't see the daggers Babu was giving him the whole time he's sitting there. And then has the audacity, the unmitigated gall on the Stephen A. Smith side of the game to look at him in the eye and say, The shrimp. It's a little stringy, dog. It's it's a little pitchy for me. I I, I never do this, but.
0: I never do this, but.
1: Read the room, Jerry.
2: I I mean, without a doubt, you need to have the massive amounts of cojones to actually say that, especially when the entire time you're, like, his only customer. I mean, yeah, we had everyone else come in, but he's the only one needing. But let's also not take away from the fact of George being George with this IQ
0: test. There you go. Good transition. Go ahead, AJ. Ask the questions about the IQ test. Lead us in this
2: conversation. So George, being George with his girlfriend that he's at with the time, his girlfriend is like, I, I need to do an IQ test for this case study. Would, would you like doing it? Yeah, of course. And of course, he doesn't want to look stupid or anything like that. So he gets someone else to do it for him. And who better than Elaine? You kind of alluded it to it where Elaine doesn't really have a story in this one. So why not kind of make her the fall guy in this test? And then we go back to the restaurant with the coat, with... Okay, I gotta say this. Kramer has the best physical comedy ever, especially when it came to that hot towel (laughs) and everything else. When when he
3: took the bump off the table? Yeah, CJ. And
2: and he got (laughs) electrocuted. It looked like he got fucking electrocuted. He looked like he he was... You wanna know what he
0: was? He was The Rock taking a Stone Cold Stunner. (laughs)
2: Yes, Absolutely. he was. You want your first Stone Cold Stunner from The Rock with that cell? Go watch this episode, because he fell out of that chair and everything else, and I, it, was, it was actually funny as hell, I'm not going to lie.
0: I think my favorite thing is the fact that everybody perceives George as a smart person to a T, and Jerry just continuously chimes in and goes, But he's not! And then Jerry and George have this private conversation about what he got on the SATs and what he actually got on the SATs. And he gets questioned later on, and it's like a to-be-determined kind of thing. DJ, overall thoughts on the whole IQ test thing, the whole episode in general?
3: I'm going to – I've been I've been doing pretty well. This is the part where it all falls apart. This is probably my favorite episode of Seinfeld because it's probably the only one I've ever watched to its entirety. Um, That's okay. This was – Never a big Seinfeld fan. Um, I—that's I, I, a bit of hyperbole. I lived in New York for a year, and my roommates watched it religiously. And there was only one TV in the in the apartment, so if I was watching TV, I was watching Seinfeld when they were watching it. I just—I grew up <clears throat> watching Danger uh, Dangerfields on HBO, and that's the first place I saw Jerry Seinfeld. He was did his little—they gave comedians like fifteen to twenty minutes on Dangerfields, and Seinfeld was on there, and I thought he was the worst guy on the card. So when Seinfeld came out with the TV show, I'm like, well, I'm not watching that shit. He sucked. And so I appreciate Larry David because I loved Curb Your Enthusiasm. I thought Curb Your Enthusiasm was brilliant. And when I look back at Seinfeld objectively, it's brilliant, even though it's not for me. But all in all, I thought the episode was funny. Um, again, I popped for the punchline at the end when they're all sitting around. I was like, I want Italian. I want Chinese. I want Mexican. Well, maybe if there was a place... And they all kind of look at each other. I, I popped for it. I, I'll be honest with you. For a guy that doesn't watch Seinfeld, I popped.
2: I love it. All right. Well, I, well. I I think the main question that I got to ask is, guys, if you took an IQ test, what would you think you would get?
1: Oh, 999. I refuse to take an IQ test because I think I'm intelligent and I'm in my head about to it. like, what if I'm not? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I I'm not. like
0: I'm like I'll get the highest score ever. Chris is like I'm very insecure. I don't think I should do that. DJ, how about you? Where do you fall in between the spectrum of Tony and Christopher?
3: What number is the next WrestleMania? Forty, <laughs> <or> thirty-nine. Sorry. Because <laughs> hey, that's hey,
2: right.
3: Hey. That's right. Where I'm
2: at. Hey, hey uh... guys. I'm just saying this. Don't forget. You're you're. Don't just settle for 135. You can do better. But no, what,
0: what
2: if I do worse? Yeah. Well, right. like an eighty-five. <laughs> 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 there were
0: distractions. So the it, yeah, actually, the, some of the funniest parts of this episode to kind of round it out here is George's girlfriend walking into the room where he's taking the the, the test, and him being like, "Well, where where you where'd you where'd you get a sandwich in my pocket? And where'd you get coffee? Well, down the street. Well, how'd you get there?" Well, I walked. How else do you get there? You know, like he shakes her hand when he walks. I mean, like that's just insane, you know.
1: <laughs> anyway, yeah, anyway, overall, it's a uh, not not one of my favorite Seinfeld episodes, but uh, if if you you keep watching and keep listening to us, the baboo actually pays off a little bit later on. But we'll we'll get to that. We'll get there. Well, that's, that's, a, the or that's the all the tea serves the industry, folks.
0: Yeah, that's a long ways away. Um, but yes, there there are a lot of characters already that happened in this season that will be back to cast their doubt and spite upon uh, the the Seinfeld, uh, you know, crew here, if you will. But uh, nonetheless, I'm just trying to see what exactly we got coming up. Oh here. Jesus Christ!
1: Uh, we got the news on in the background. Apparently, Hershey is warning of a. Uh, a candy sh- shortage for Halloween. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Seriously. Are you fucking kidding me? No, man. No. Wow, it's wow, almost blood. like
2: Hershey's the only candy in the entire world that you can get for Halloween. Holy crap. Where's my alcohol? I, I got this best. for you.
1: Go ahead, go ahead Chris. I'm sorry. No, I'm, no, go ahead, man. Please. No, he's used I, to being interrupted. Well, Don't worry
0: about it. I'm sure the dentist <laughs> will kick in to make sure the kids get enough candy. Brocks
3: sits around for like 11 months Waiting for Halloween. Hershey's can run out of candy all at once. There will be plenty of candy for Halloween because Brock's is still in business.
1: There you go. Yeah, somebody got to eat those, uh, what, the dark licorice that they put in, like, barrels that is supposed to be root beer. nasty-ass shit. Nasty shit, yeah. That's supposed to be, that's, yeah. But it's like, bro, it's July. Popcorn ball. Halloween's not until October. Make more candy.
0: (laughs) I fuck the candy. Make more PlayStation 5s. All right, next week the uh, the, me- the message is the
1: next episode um, i think i have had a Wait, blast well, how the hell did you get a playstation 5 you make like 350
2: an hour who <laughs> well, well as you can see the the, the, the <laughs> 350 from one the 850 from the other we just combined our total and we have a buddy that told us that there was a deal for like $600 we actually do have a ps5 i can take a picture of it later no,
1: I believe you, man. It was just a. I'm number one, I'm hating. Number two, it, that shit was funny. Come on. No, no. <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm not denying it. That, that's why I threw the 350 and the
0: 850. And, eh. All right, gentlemen, let's wrap this thing up. It's been a great time. We will be back next week to review SummerSlam. Don't forget, coming up here after Labor Day, the first episode of the DWI podcast after Labor Day, we're going to be doing the DWI Top 100 That's right, we're ranking the Wrestlemania era, so basically like the last part of 84 and 85-ish kind of deal. um, 84, 85, until now. Any company, uh, male wrestlers, because I think we're going to do tag teams and females as well when we get to it. But I got a great group of people sending me some lists. We're going to come up with a master list, let you know what happened. Other people will be able to post their lists on social media. You'll be able to see why everybody ranked everybody. We're going to make it a 10-week event after Labor Day, all right? And we're going to have everybody, as many people as we can that made these lists, come back on this show so we can talk about it. We probably will suspend trivia, keep the uh, wrestling talk to a minimum, continue with Seinfeld, and work on the DWI top 100 after Labor Day. But until then, you'll get the same stuff we got going on right now and the same great guests just like we had today. So I'm going to let our guest... DJ from Mindless Wrestling Podcast. Go ahead and kick it off as we go around the horn
3: and get out of here. Guys, thank you very much. It's been an awesome night, and as I always say on my show, you can call it pro wrestling, you can call it sports entertainment, you can call it whatever you want, but call it in the ring, and I'm out of here.
0: I love it.
2: AJ? Uh, you can follow me all over this worldwide social media interwebs. We still have Dan in here. I make sure of it. But you can follow me at phenomenal AJB, AJB in all caps on all forms of social media, Twitter, Instagram, whatever you want. Don't forget to also read the articles on TheChairShot.com. There's a bunch of different coverage. You might even see me do coverage for SummerSlam or even Ric Flair's last match on that StarCast entire thing because I absolutely love the card. I know that I got muddled with the Ric flair match since it's a tag match but hey i might still do it and also don't forget to listen to our podcasts on there as well we got multitudes multitudes of different podcasts that you can also find us on as
1: well hey you guys can find me on twitter at the real c plat but more importantly than that we ask of you, we implore of you, we insist upon you to support the movement known as the Chairshot.com because we are your favorite website for news, reviews, opinion, and analysis with attitude. So support the movement by going to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the Chairshot and picking up an official Chairshot T-shirt, please. And thank you, thank you, and please
0: follow DPP at it's me DPP. You can follow the Chairshot.com and Chairshot Radio Network on at. Chairshot Media please go to the Chairshot.com. Steven Mitchell Andrew Belaz are holding up the big side of the writing side guys do great things wrestling and non Andrew's music reviews are amazing Chairshot Radio Network all your favorite streaming platforms I'm PC Tony. you can follow me on Twitter and Facebook more active on Twitter this show at podcast DWI right there on Twitter DWI podcast on Facebook and I just want to let you guys know that you've been to another edition of the podcast known as D-W-I.
1: Shout out to the GOAT Jeff Jarrett.
0: Yes. You got about five Grab seconds. Grab the bag, King. Oh my goodness, come on now. It's like fucking Johnny Storm high and a
3: scarecrow. Still high five. five.
0: All right, I'll, I'll allow some extra fun time. Anybody got anything? Um,
2: I'm going to ask this question, actually, because I have, a, I have a fire TV. And, yeah, this is going to throw into Andrew's stuff with Impact Wrestling. They have old TNA on Pluto TV. I don't know if anyone else has that or not. There's an entire channel dedicated to Impact Wrestling.
0: Yep, that's and- the end of the show.